my name is Dory Ann, and you're listening to Finding Balance with Dory Ann, Journey 365, where every week we look at different areas of our lives and see how we can bring them into balance. The 12 areas of life we are looking at are joy, social life, relationships, home, environment, home cooking, physical activity, health, education, career, finance, creativity, and spirituality. Today we are looking at health and joy and how they inter- intertwine with one another. You can reach me at www.balancedory.com or you can send me an email at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com or you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at balancedoryann, spelled D-O-R-I-A-N-N. All of my podcasts from the year are posted to my website, which again is www.balancedory.com under the tag journey365. So today's kind of a fun topic um, because we're talking about health and joy and how they can come together to help um, bring happiness to your life. Uh, So we are going to start by reviewing what we did last week. Last week we were looking at creativity and spirituality and we were setting goals in both those areas and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about whether or not we think that we have achieved those goals. Um, I didn't receive any emails this week about um, the goals that people were setting so I'm hoping that everybody (laughs) was able to set a goal and be able to reach their goal and I completely understand if you weren't able to reach your goal this week because I wasn't able to reach some of my goals this week um you know life got a little bit chaotic this week um you know we live in the great state of Minnesota here and we had a nice snowstorm at the beginning of the week which um my husband has a snow removal company so of course We were super busy with him having (laughs) snow removal to do, so um, I decided to help him out and kind of work together, and even my my oldest son got out there and helped shovel for a few hours. It was um, a really good bonding experience for the family, and um, so that's what basically Monday Monday night kind of fell into... Um, I feel like it's good for physical activity, it's good for our relationship to work together, and um, I think it just keeps everybody level-headed when we're all together in it as a team. So my goal for creativity this last week was to draw more, and I didn't really get around to that. <laughs> Things got a little um, chaotic, like I said, and so I wasn't able to do that, but I was able to use my creativity in different ways. So, um, you know, my I have a one-year-old son who happens to have some eczema going on. Um, it's been about, he didn't really have it up until like probably three months ago. It started behind his arms and his legs. And since I too have eczema, I understand, I knew what it was right away when I saw it. So, so we changed up his diet. Um... He was already dairy-free, so we we took gluten out of his life, uh, or out of his diet, and things, you know, we kind of 
started adding a probiotic. We added in, some, you know, some omega-3s. We did everything that, um, generically speaking, you would do in order to try and treat um, um, or try and find, because right now what they're finding is eczema isn't just an autoimmune disease. It's normally um, a, an atopic dermatitis that's happening from something that you're eating or exposed to. And so, you know, of course, a lot of the stuff that he's exposed to at this point is... Um, free and clear, um, supernatural because I need to be. So it was kind of a guessing game. So we we cleaned up his diet. Um, as, you know, it was pretty good already, but we cleaned it up some more. And it was just getting worse. His rashes were getting worse and worse and worse to the point where he, you know, isn't sleeping at night. He's in a lot of pain. You hear, you can hear him in the middle of the night just in all this pain and you're trying to comfort him and there's nothing that you can really do. You know, you're putting lotion on his skin, you're trying to do all these different things, and it's just not really, really helping. So, he was having uh, some pretty um, intense episodes over the nighttime this week, so that was a bit of a challenge. And then, because um, I wasn't, we weren't sleeping because we were trying to keep him comfortable. And then, towards <laughs> the end of the week, or at the end of the week, he came down with a fever and, um, just a low-grade fever so we were thinking maybe he's teething and maybe all of this is sort of teething related and um, what it turned out to be is he ended up getting pretty sick and um, he was he wouldn't eat he wouldn't drink he just literally like clung to you like nobody's business and, and he would sleep as long as you were holding him so for about 18 hours we this just includes nighttime because he got sick at night, so we're including. So by midday on Saturday, we were understanding the fact that this was something hmm, that could be a little bit more. I mean, all he was doing is drinking at this point. So I, of course, called my pediatrician, or his pediatrician, who he had already seen early in the week about his skin. And I said, hey, you know, this is what's happening. He's sleeping pretty much nonstop for the last 18 hours. Um, he does have a, you know, a fever. But, uh, and he won't eat. And so they said that he should come in because they wanted to just check because in our area, you know, uh, flu is kind of going around and strep. So we took, my husband took him in because um, I was working and they did some tests and he, he came back positive for strep and influenza A. And so we had to put him on an antibiotic. And um, so it was still, you know, I was at work when everything went down and so I got the call at the end of the day at work and that he was positive for those two things so I went to the pharmacy and picked up his prescription and brought it and brought it home and gave it to him and um, at this point he was throwing up and he was really not feeling good anytime he'd drink something it would just come back up it was kind of this touch you know he's a pretty small he's just a little guy so um it was touch and go with this fever and we put him on the antibiotic and with him vomiting it was hard to keep fluids in so we were <laughs> having a bit of trouble and we were kind of borderline having to decide whether or not we needed to take him into the hospital for fluids to make sure he didn't get dehydrated and um so my weekend <laughs> and my husband's weekend were spent just trying to keep basically our son alive while he fought off this disease um, or this vi the virus and the bacterial infection. So, um, so it was, it was an intense weekend. So 
I called off, I mean, that was Saturday night, and it was a painful uh, night still. It wasn't um, about until 2 a.m. Sunday morning that he woke up very upset, but very hungry, which was good because he had gone about 32 hours at that point without eating. And so we fed him and um, had him drink, and he didn't um, throw up, so we were super happy about that. But it was definitely a long road of recovery in regards to getting him through the rest of the night and then through the day. And so I had already said that I was not going to be open um, daycare-wise on Monday simply because, number one, my we couldn't put him down. There was no way that we could even hardly move at that point. He was so sick that ultimately all we were doing was cuddling him and keeping him company and making sure his vitals were good and making sure that everything was going okay for him. So I got behind on <laughs> recording this podcast. I'm actually recording it a few days late because we were so busy with him. And so I decided that I wouldn't do daycare on Monday, sent it out to the parents, um, because I wasn't going to have time to clean the house. And I have to have the house clean if we have influenza A and strep going through the house. I need to make sure everything's disinfected, make sure everything is perfectly clean because I don't want it to spread, especially with how sick he was. So we took care of him the best we could. We beefed up his immune system um, vitamins and minerals and we made sure he was getting all the electrolytes he needed and he's um, today is Monday and he's doing much better today Um, but his skin again overnight he was up in a lot of pain because of his skin so I took him in to our acupuncturist and um, you know the good news is I was doing everything pretty much right he just needed a few little tweaks to his um, to help him out with Um, healing from the skin stuff. So we're hoping in the next three weeks we will be on to new pastures (laughs) and he will be sleeping through the night completely, hopefully before three weeks, because I don't know if my mind can take another three weeks of of watching him be in such agony at night. And I understand the pain at night because I, too, go through that from time to time and experience that pretty much growing up. So I feel terrible that my son is having to go through that, too, but hopefully uh, because of more information available now and the different type of information I have, he will not need to experience that as much. So that is why I chose to pick um, joy and health this week because um, if you are having, you know, if you're experiencing joy in your life, you're going to have a stronger immune system. Our immune system is connected with our emotions. So if we're having a more of a hard time in life or emotion, um, it's harder to keep the energies flowing within our body and we are more prone to get sick. But also I wanted to talk and touch base with, um, wanted to touch base with um, the fact that um, I want to talk a little bit about natural um, immune boosters to help in this time because we're right, right in the middle of flu season as they call it in Minnesota and I felt like it would be a good thing for us to discuss. So without further ado, we're going to go into a little bit of information about what we can do naturally to support our immune systems to try and keep our bodies healthy or at least support them when they are come in contact with different viruses and bacterias that we come in contact with. So before we go into what would abuse our um would um support our immune systems we should probably talk about what your immune system is our immune system is basically the part of your body um 
It helps protect you against uh, foreign invaders, viruses, bacteria, things of that nature. So that is number one. So there's a couple different areas of the body that help with that, but what originally, I'm not sure there was that much research when I was a kid about really where your immune system is, but um, your lymphatic system is part of your immune system, but also your gut is a big piece of your immune system. So if you have an unhealthy <laughs> gut, you're gonna have a hard time staying healthy. Simply because a lot of times if your gut is not healthy, you can have what's called, in layman's term, is called leaky gut. And basically what happens is there's like little um, perforations within your, your intestines that uh, leaks large particles of food into your body. And then your body's like, hey, this isn't supposed to be there and become, they, it starts to think that this is an invader within your body. And then your body starts to attack that. So the best thing to do is get a healthy immune system and then we start, um, you start to have a, a much better um, way of doing that. So there's different ways that you can support your immune system. Um, there is herbs that you can use like echinacea or elderberry. Um, and echinacea, you can get that in tea form, tincture form. Tincture is basically a liquid um, that you can put things in. Um, elderberry is a, a berry that you can get. You can have elderberry syrup you can use, and you can use elderberries in different things, um, which you can get at the co-op. Um, you can even get elderberry syrup at the co-op, or you can make it yourself. I could probably link um, some recipes for elderberry um, syrups here for you a recipe for you if you were interested in a link for where you to find the berries because you can get them on Amazon. Um, Clydosilver is a, a great immune support. Clydosilver is basically an anti-fungal, anti-bacterial type um, liquid that can be used. Um, it's, kind of, it's gentler than an antibiotic and it can be used in many different ways. Um, when I worked in the holistic dental office, we always had clydosilver available for people because um, people with um, like gum disease and different things could um, dilute um, the clydosilver and they could switch with that to help um, keep the bacteria, the bad bacteria down in the mouth for period, you know, period disease and different things like that. Um, probiotics are always awesome, um, depending on the type of probiotic you get, um, are great to support the immune system probiotics there's a lot of them out there now um, not of them not all of them are um, high quality probiotics and the big thing that you want to think about as an adult is you want to have at least 10 billion um, in per thing 10 billion and um, bacteria is in there when you're buying it children's more like 5 billion um, there's ginger. Ginger's absolutely fabulous. Um, Anti-inflammatory, which is great for, and it also has some natural antibacterial, antiviral, um, antifungal type situations. Um, you can do ginger, like you can get ginger tea. Um, you can buy ginger root, and you can actually make that straight into tea. You can put it in smoothies or juices or cook with it. Um, there's also ginseng, which is great for that. Um, is another wonderful root that you could use. You can do that in tea as well, um, or tincture, or different things. Vitamin D is a great option, but vitamin D3, this is a little bit controversial for me because I feel like the best way to get vitamin D is from the sun. Of course, clearly we're <laughs> in Minnesota. 
in the winter we don't have a lot of sun so um, you either need to get a really good quality vitamin D and um, and use that um, sparingly or um, a vitamin D light would be helpful as well and that's something I could link to vitamin D I have a vitamin D light now that I have for my family and for myself because I live in Minnesota and I am chronically have low vitamin D so um, the light works perfectly because it, it's you synthesize just the same way you would from the Sun so it's certainly it's the most natural way of getting your vitamin D um, myrrh is a great option um, which is a essential oil that you can get you know like frankincense and myrrh are from um, the Bible and oregano oregano is also a great anti-inflammatory that you could use you can cook with it you can get oregano oil um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can use these different things so and there's so many more I mean ultimately if you want to support your immune system some of the best things you can do is with um, is with your diet so basically you want to reduce refined sugar which means anything that's processed foods. So you're going to find um, refined sugar in, you know, cookies. I mean, anything that's going to have in soda, in I basically in the winter in Minnesota, you probably should just avoid all sugar. So just forget about box food if you want to stay healthy, because it's going to be um, a challenge when you're looking at the box food. I know. It's winter, so you know we crave the cookies and the all the kind of the comfort foods. So we just have to kind of watch where we're at with that. I think um, putting in a good um, ferment fermented foods are really going to be good. Kind of like a it's in the probiotic section of our our, our talk here. Um, fermented foods are really good. Um, Bubby's pickles, um, you can get those at like Hy-Vee or. Whole Foods, I've seen them, and you can get them at your local co-ops too. But they're they're fabulous. They're they're pickles that are made fermented wise. They taste delicious, and they have some really great probiotics there. Um, a really high grade fermented, um, um, like a cold, like a cabbage. Fermented cabbage is good. Um, and there's a uh, there's a ton. You can fermented foods that you can you can get and have and they are fabulously good for you I am not a hundred percent lover of all <laughs> of all things fermented but um, I don't necessarily always like the taste but I do like the Bubby's pickles I think they're a really good transitional food if you're not really into eating cultured foods then that is something you could start with and I think that my I mean all my kids and all my daycare kids really like them they are a little bit expensive <laughs> but um, totally worth it to purchase. Um, also, you know, you can look for a high-grade um, yogurt. Now, I, my family does not do dairy. Um, one, because my son has a dairy allergy. And number two, I don't do so well with dairy, so we don't do a lot of that. But if you do want to do yogurt, like I do coconut yogurt, um, and I can even make it myself in my Instapot, I can also leave a recipe for that this week as well um, but anything that we can do to support our immune systems right now at least in the state of Minnesota and really I'm sure in other places of the world too where we're getting less Sun um, it's really important that we stick to really good diets reduce our stress 
get some exercise in, but not too much, and really learn to balance our lives to be able to prevent ourselves from getting sick. Um, so those are the things that I would recommend for health this week is just supporting your immune system the best you can. Of course, vitamin C is always a fabulous anti-inflammatory that you could use. Um, vitamin, vitamin C is a water-soluble, um, which basically means you can't overdose on vitamin C. You can have as much vitamin C as you want, and whatever your body isn't going to use is just going to flush out of the system when you go to the bathroom. Um, drinking plenty of water is also very important. So I think those are some really good options. I'm going to write up a little blog about these different options in regards to health. I'll link in some recipes and different things throughout the week to try and um, help give you the information that you need to be able to stay healthy uh, this, this, um, this winter. Also, you know, so that leads me into joy. If you are not healthy, you are probably not going to be feeling very joyful. <laughs> so um, I think they kind of go hand in hand. So like my son, when his skin is hurting, he's clearly not having joy. And it's really causing him discomfort at night, which is causing us to, you know, we, we have to be up and we have to help him and we feel... You know, we're feeling a little hopeless, you know, helpless as we're do doing everything that we possibly can as parents to try and help him out, but having trouble getting to that, that next level. And sometimes when we're in situations like that, it's hard to see past, see the finish line. And when it goes on for a long period of time, especially with lack of sleep or not feeling good for a long period of time, we start to get our mood start to, to go down. So we can take steps to try and feel better. That's what I. Um, that's where I come in as a health coach, to help different um, clients, um, help them find balance within their life, but help them make the transition. It's hard. You can't. It's very difficult to go from the life that you have, and you're super busy. You have to work. You have family. You have all these different areas of your life that you're trying to, to balance. You're basically juggling it all the time. And sometimes we get we get so wrapped up into it and then we want to make all these amazing changes in our life and we go out and we buy all these supplements and all these different things that are going to be supposed to be really helpful for us and we end up falling off the wagon because it's just too much for our bodies to take all at once. It's a whole lot of transition for our bodies and we are people of routine and when things get difficult the things fall off of the wagon and the things that fall off the wagon are the new things the things that aren't ingrained in our system that aren't super simple to do home cooking is not easy if you don't have time for it and if you haven't been doing it for a really long time it's very much a challenge so my job as a health coach is to look at your life your full life See what, where all your challenges are, where you are, where your, your goals are, and help you try and meet those goals. Um, you know, sometimes I, I feel like we're like zero to 60. I'm kind of a zero to 60 type of person. So, like, I want to do something. I want to do it now. And I want to get it done now. And when things start to get difficult, I get a little frustrated. I get a little angry and I get a little angsty about it because I'm like, why isn't this not happening the way I want it to happen? But the truth is, if you don't have the support and you can't see where the little holes are or where the the, the trouble is coming in or where you're going to struggle and you don't have someone there to help you um, 
kind of brainstorm and get through that, it's going to be really difficult for you to make the changes, long-lasting changes that are going to change your life. That is what I am here for. And I think sometimes when um, clients come in, they have these super busy lives and they, um, they're doing like a hundred things. Um, like me, I'm doing a hundred things. I work three jobs, I'm doing a podcast, I write a blog, I, you know, I have to cook four meals a day um, for my, you know, for daycare, but also, you know, with the family. And so I am constantly doing all of these things. And they do intertwine at times because the meals I cook for the daycare or I do for the family, I take pictures of, and these are recipes that I use on my blog and all of that. But I have to have time to write the blog. I have to have time to get the pictures off of my phone and into my blog. These are all things that I have to coincide and do. And sometimes I don't get to them for a little bit and I have to be okay with that. And that's because it's a balance. I can't always be blogging every day, at least not at this point. I just don't have the time in the day to do it. I need to have time to be able to take care of myself as well. Because if I don't take care of myself, I'm not going to be a good health coach. And if I'm not a good health coach, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. So, um, so you have to kind of, you have to balance it out. But my job is to be able to say to you, hey, I think you did an amazing job to this week. I mean, here you are going through X, Y, and Z, and it's absolutely mind-boggling, but here you did. You, you stuck to the, you know, the meal plan, or you were able to exercise three times this week, and that is totally, you know, you have to give yourself a pat on the back for the things that you do do. And as we work through things, yes, we're going to have a little you know, slip back, I say, like especially when things get super stressful, you're going to slip back a little bit. But if you have stuff in place for yourself, you will slip back less. If you make changes to your life, when you do step back, you don't step all the way back. You only step back one or two steps instead of 10 steps. And that way you only have to go back up two steps to get going forward instead of having to go back up 10 steps. So I'm super excited to be working with people um, and helping them change their lives. I have so many tools available to me um, that I use to help people see what's going on in their lives and help them understand what they need to do and where they want to be and all of these things. So I look forward to working with clients and helping them through these struggles like I had this week or... Um, you know, because we're all in this together, and my job is to help people, help people make a difference in their lives so that when they get up in the morning, they have hope, they have joy, they have consistency, they're not sad, they're not depressed, they're not um, overwhelmed, all things that can easily come along when you get super stressed out. But if you can support your body the best that you can, you have the best chance of making it through those situations without getting too... Um, too bogged down. So with that being said, for this week, I'd like you to make a, a um, health goal um, for yourself, um, maybe in regards to supporting your, how you're going to support your immune system this week. And also, I would like um, you to make some goals in regards to how to create joy in your life, actually to recognize joy in your life, because every day we have the opportunity to find joy in our life. When I was in school growing up, it was kind of, uh, we had a, a principal who every day would say on the morning announcements, make it a great day, 
or not, the choice is yours. And um, I, it still resonates with me today because ultimately it really does depend on our, our you know, our, our thought process uh, when it comes to things. Because there's so many things in our day that we do awesome at. And then there are things that, you know, we aren't going to do as well at because we just are human, which means we are not perfect. Um, that doesn't give you an excuse to be like, well, I didn't work out today because I didn't want to because, you know, I'm just not perfect. Uh, but it does give you the understanding that if you are doing the best that you can that day, that's the best that you can that day. And that's okay. And you should accept and appreciate and love yourself for what you were able to do. I think that's super important, super, super important. Um, so with that being said, I'm really glad that you guys were here with me to this week as uh, we went through our podcast and hoping that you have been able to make some goals and crush them. I would love to hear about it um, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Balanced Dory Ann, D-O-R-I-A-N-N. Um, or if you want to send me an email at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com. Or you can always send a message through my face uh, or from through my website at www.balancedori.com. Um, I hope that you guys all have a wonderful week. I really would love to hear about your goals, but um, I support you in any of your heck yes and I support you in any hard struggles that you had this week it's a tough time of year in this um, area in Minnesota and, and in, Min in the United States in general in the northern part of the states but um, if we can find ways to support our bodies we are one step closer to um, a, healthy, a happier, healthier, more balanced you all right, thanks for listening. Um, I'll be back next week. Um, hopefully, I'll record a little bit earlier. I appreciate your patience with this coming out just a little bit later today. And we will see you next time. Thank you.